Flotsam and Jetsam, a Ferrochrome podcast. Hey, Jen. <laughs> hey, Cheryl. So I guess uh, I guess um, we should maybe introduce ourselves and say why we're talking. Okay. Here. Well, I'm Jen. I'm Cheryl. There you go. Okay. That's all? That's it. Okay. Um, I, wanted, uh, I wanted to tell you something about uh, my week. On the radio? No, I was not on the radio this week. Oh. <laughs> oh, right now? <laughs> <laughs> we can be wherever you want okay. to be. Um, no, what I happened just, to you this I just, week, Cheryl? I just had a great week, and, um, and I did quite a few things above and beyond just my regular getting to work wrangling the kids, making dinner, just the regular everyday stuff. So I don't want to talk about the regular everyday stuff because I had a few things I wanted to tell you about that I did this week that I thought were kind of fun and uh, conversational. Do tell. Okay. Well, first, I went to see The Flame um, at Cottage Bistro on Main Street this week. And it's a storytelling um, a storytelling event where a bunch of different people every month come and tell stories. And it was hilarious and sad. And, <laughs> you know, there was the whole, the whole uh, gamut of emotions. They had, I think they had about eight different storytellers come up. They were all vetted and, and pre-scheduled. And they told different, some were funny, some were sad, some were, the whole thing. But it was just a great crowd. And it was a really fun event to see. So, so I did that. that how was, long has that been going? It's been going for a number of years. I don't know exactly how long. And are the people just regular people that get vetted or are they professional storytellers? There's a whole bunch of different people. Uh, some are professional entertainers and performers. And some are just regular folk that have a story to tell. They have a, they have a rule. The stories that people come up and tell have to be true. This is how they say it. The true about you and only a few. So, so have, all three. They have to be all three. They have to be a true story about yourself, the storyteller, and only a few minutes in length. And uh, they're vetted each month. And sometimes they have a theme. So sometimes the theme could be, uh, you know, it could be uh, stories from my childhood or whatever. But but they don't always. And um, this was just, it was, uh, some were professional. There was Gary Jones was there and Janice Angaro was there. She's a radio celebrity and Beverly Elliott was there she was the host this week or this month and uh, anyway that was really really fun and I um I was thinking I wonder if I have any stories that I would get up and tell it's it's a bit (laughs) nerve-wracking well yes uh even in a few moments can seem like a long time (laughs) what are you saying if you're you're stuck on you yes yeah (laughs) especially with some of your stories yeah 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 yeah. I hear I hear I hear that (laughs) So what else did you do this week? Um, so I so there was the flame, and then I I watched a a really good film at home. I didn't go out, but I watched it on on TV called The Florida Project, and it's um and it's been uh, it's with Willem Dafoe. It's been no- he's been nominated for an Academy Award, and it's um this sweet little film about. People from, mm, they're kind of downtrodden. They live in a motel in Florida. And it's a mother and uh, kids. And it's, it's really the story about this bunch of little kids and the life they lead in the, over the course of a summer in a motel in Florida. And, I, and it was just lovely. Um, I think it's really about that time when the kids are all about six, seven years old and they don't know, they don't know they're poor. They don't know they don't have things. They um, so they're just innocent and having a really good time. 
It's very sweet. So I saw that. And there was a third thing that I've started doing this week. The hat trick of things? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was, um, well, I've started watching The Handmaid's Tale. Have you read the book? Yes. But I read it a long, long, long time ago. Well, likewise, and when it first came out. The So I'm watching it. I'm not, um, I'm about halfway through. I feel a little bit like it's a documentary. Well, that's why it's been so powerfully reviewed is that when Margaret Atwood wrote it, Mm -hmm. it was quite a powerful piece anyways. But now with the North American society in particular, it's become a bit of a a big cause celeb for the issues. Absolutely. It's, It's engaging and it's scary and I can't stop watching it. Now I, and now I feel like who's watching me? That's that's my takeaway from. Are the you movie. wearing more red dresses? Not yet. Good. <laughs> yeah, not yet. But <laughs> oh, so that that was that was just my above and beyond my normal making dinner and getting a little bit of exercise this week. Well, that's very good. That makes me feel really boring. Oh. All I did was I wrote, I read, I worked, I worked out, I saw people, and that's it. Oh, you did a lot. Yeah, but that's a normal week. What did you read? I am reading Astrophysics uh, for People in a Hurry oh, by Neil deGrasse Tyson. I've heard of that. That looks, is it, it's, is it digestible? Do you think it for is. a non-scientific brain like mine? Yes, and that's the purpose. He <laughs> writes it very uh, clearly. He goes uh, element by element. Uh, you know, he'll talk about the uh, or origins of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. He'll talk about the elements. He'll talk about how... Most things in the universe are spherical and why and all these little separate chapters. And it's written very clearly and very with humor and very accessible. But I do find that I read differently than I did when maybe 20 years ago. In what way? I think all... And I've I've talked to other people about this, Mm -hmm. too. I think we're losing some of our attention spans. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I used to read a book like that in two days. Boom, boom, boom. No Mm -hmm. problem. But now each bit, I have to feel like I'm ready to focus on it. Mm -hmm. I read it before I go to bed. Sometimes the uh, night is right. I can focus. I can get it. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Other times I get through about a paragraph and a half and I'm thinking, no, not tonight. It isn't going to stick. And is that... With every book you read or just this book in particular? No, not every book. But I I do think that we are, as, as a Western society, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because of all the information yep. we're coming at, that's coming at us, not just in text form, but uh, small bits and bytes on the internet. Um, we're reading news in headline form Absolutely. rather than articles. Yeah. I uh, was... Uh, reading some, in fact, look. Oh, a newspaper. That, yes, what, I think? a real newspaper wow. where they write the news on paper. <laughs> it's like two days old. Yeah. But you can sit down and actually read it. And and it had this particular piece of newspaper mm-hmm. had an article about that very issue that we're becoming less able to focus yeah. on long text. I I feel the same way. I didn't know there was, that was a thing. I just thought it was me. Yeah. No, you're perfectly (laughs) normal. (laughs) Well, phew. At least in that regard. Yeah. (laughs) Well, check. Check There were a couple of really interesting quotes. Um, 
let's see, one of them was Victor Hugo, who wrote that uh, the book was replacing architecture as the great handwriting of the human race. Hmm. And so now I'm thinking, well, what is going to be the replacement for the book right. as the next handwriting of I the human it, race? I think a vlog. A vlog or iconography. Mm -hmm. You look at the oh. uh, Egyptians and they mm -hmm. communicated through icons. Right. And we're doing that more and more. Emo the, emojicons. Yes, emoticons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Smiley face. Yes. Smiley face. Smiley face. Poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, packs a whole paragraph, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just You've how I roll. Kids, don't yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but and uh, one thing about the emoticons is yeah. that you are are communicating with people of different mm -hmm. languages mm. but everybody gets in essence what you're yeah. saying on a very on a very basic level yeah interesting yeah well you know and I um and I did remember I did I did just finish another book I finished um Bark Skins by Annie Proulx it is I can't remember how many pages but it's about this thick that, that's about four inches <laughs> yeah it's about it's about that is a lot of pages um and it again just like you say it took me, I had to be in the right space to concentrate because I, I couldn't read it in short, um, bits because it was so, it was so in dense, uh, and informative that if I, if I read it in little bits, I'd forget what I'd read and have to read it again. Um, but it was a fascinating read, but yeah, I have to, and how, who's got time to set hours aside? anymore. I, I have a hard time finding and that I time. And I think really you could say that about almost any era when mm -hmm. people uh, had to get the fire going in the morning yeah. before you could make breakfast. Who had time to read? And no. yet people started to read. Although really, I guess literature wasn't uh, that accessible until mm, for maybe two, three hundred years by the masses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always the elite of the religious orders. And so I suppose you could say that we've always been distracted because you had to look out for whether you were going to be lunch to a woolly mammoth. Sure. Or well, and they didn't have writing then. No. Well, well there was, but it wasn't uh, typeset. No. So that and, and people weren't taught to read. Yeah. So I guess literature, as we think of it as, you know, novels and, and nonfiction and, and books of import, import mm -hmm. that passes information on has only been really around for two, three hundred years. And so we're feeling the loss of that attention span. But maybe as a human race, we actually haven't had it all that long. That's a good point. So we could just start enjoying and not feeling guilty about um, about vlogs, blogs and um Anything on Facebook. And maybe be <laughs> discerning so that what information we do get is as good as possible. Because I think when you just read garbage, oh, garbage yeah. comes out again. And Absolutely. if you read something good, good quality and informative and beautiful, then the theory would be that that's what you carry with you and comes out of you in, in a different form. And, and that goes with always knowing your source, knowing who, who's doing the writing um, and where it's coming from, and is there an agenda, or anything like that, or is it a fluff piece, or is it some who knows what weirdo, um, and this is how they're trying to get their message across too. Yeah. So yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. I guess the benefit with the modern technology, the the fact that there's information from all over the world available to anyone pretty well at any time, is that all the voices can be heard and read, whereas before there was much more censorship and maybe restriction as to who got published or right. not. Or, or who was, had access to read it. Yes. Because again, if you weren't wealthy or, or well-educated, if you were 
from the, you know, lower echelons, you might not have been able to read. Most likely you wouldn't have been able to read um, and you wouldn't have had access, maybe access to a paper once in a while, but and, not not literature and, and stuff yeah, like that. And, and people's stories that would have yeah. maybe gone to a certain level of the class, but maybe not racial minorities, right. women. So their stories weren't um, published or, or available because that wasn't the reading public, whereas right. now more and more. But I guess it just makes us need to be that much more discerning because mm-hmm. there is so much so many options for, for, for voices to be heard. And it's really hard to decide what, uh, you know, if you've got limited time, what to read or where to go. So always, I guess the, 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 um, the takeaway is, uh, research your sources and get recommendations from uh, knowledgeable people. Yeah. People you trust. Yeah. Yeah. And I open your mind you. a little bit. Okay. I'll talk to you. <laughs> Wait. And what about me? Oh, yeah, I trust you too. <laughs> Sorry, I got lost. I got I'll, lost in my I'll thought. I'll talk to you and I'll listen to you. How about that? You're the best. <laughs> Flotsam and Jetsam, part of the Farrakron Podcast Network.